Starbucks in Philadelphia. Starting in hot already. Yeah. Hello. Hola. Salam alaikum. What up, though? From the East Coast to the West Coast, from the High Coast to the Low Coast. You hey are guys. listening live, slash, whenever you happen to be uh, listening later. If Put your hands together, but not too close. Because this. we're too hot to handle, too cold to hold. Uh, you may remember us uh, as broadcasting from the Trojan brand Mini Magnum Condom Studios. Yeah. Right. But we're in a different studio today. And, and uh, it's, you know, it's a great product, great idea behind it because, you know, average guys need to feel big too. I'm a big proponent of that. Uh, but actually, new sponsor starting today. Yeah. We are now officially broadcasting from the Plan B supplement uh studios yeah basically uh if, if you get pregnant just take the pill and kill kill your fetus so if you don't like the feel of condoms there's always plan b and i don't know about you guys but i like using plan b as my plan a yeah instead of plan a which is abstinence yeah no that's <laughs> that doesn't work for me that's not a plan that, that is not a page out of my playbook nope that's why i right. married the, the 19 so hey Really big show today. Today on the show, we will have our very first guest ever. 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 Aria Rich, Rockets fangirl from Fangirl Sports, will be joining us on the phone. Mm -hmm. And by on the phone, I mean I will take out my cell phone, put it on speaker, and hold it up against the mic. Because there's no phone in here to broadcast. You could just do right. Skype. It's the same thing. And if you are tuning in on Periscope, <laughs> which is right over here, what up, Doe? What up? First time we're doing that. Ever. And we had a little trouble because the man who was supposed to be doing it isn't. My brother's in the studio, Kyle Quigley. The, the other half of uh, the uh, Q squared, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the other, the, the smaller half. The brother's Quigley. It's, it's more like the 25% of the half. Things yeah. don't work out well when we work together. No. But we'll see how this goes. Yeah, shut, shut up. You're not, yeah, not you're interrupting. No, as you guys can <laughs> see, this is a rather small room. Uh, it's sort of a small miracle that we were able to fit all of this in here. Is this about the size of a prison cell? Way bigger. No, is it bigger? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just make sure. I just check. Took it from the door straight across. It's about what you got. Oh fuck me! Couldn't do it. With a bed in there. Couldn't do it. I'd be the one hanging myself with my bed sheet. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I would just ask for isolation. <laughs> like the thing is, I try to hang myself probably in one, and I'd from like the bedpost lean forward, and I'd just hit the wall, and I'd be like, I'd be like this. I don't think they make a bed sheet strong enough to support your weight. Yeah, thank you. Call me fat now. I appreciate I'm it. Calling you you, I'm calling you large and in charge. Large and in charge. See, that's right. That's why we can't stay at the Mini Magnum Studios. They're like, you're too big for that. That's right. I'm, I'm, and, and we need more fans. Please. Uh, so. Yeah. So if you like us or you don't, just look. Maybe we should follow. get away from contraception. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know. People like to contracept right now. It's that, it's that time of year. It's raw dogging. So a lot of good stuff. We will be... Diving into the NBA playoffs. Uh, Des Bryant's looking for a new team. Our resident Cowboys fanatic, Juggalo Trey. I'm sure we'll have many thoughts on that. Yep. But uh, guys, let's uh, let's start this show with a, with a few hot takes. Now, uh, a little peek behind the curtain for those watching at home. Uh, you guys know normally I like to incorporate a hot and spicy cinnamon whiskey yeah, in yeah, our shows. Yeah. Yep. yeah? Yep. And, uh, well, I had a, a bit of a sad, depressing uh, solo bender Why? at home over the weekend. What happened? <laughs> I'm, guessing, I'm guessing it has to do with the girl. Uh, I'm guessing it has to do with the girl. Uh, maybe another show. Another yeah, time. Another next week, maybe. 
Uh, anywho, uh, we were running low on the Jim Beam fire, so I, uh, in some of our cups, we've mixed. Always a good idea to mix your liquor, right? No, that, exactly. That's, that's the rule of thumb. Especially two different flavors. Yeah. Yeah. We got a, we got a nice fire, and, and now a nice And a select praline. club pecan praline whiskey. Pecan praline, guys. And I had a, I had a bit of a spill yeah. uh, before we started the show, so now it smells like uh, pancakes and rape. Yeah, pancakes and rape. <laughs> rape cakes, as they're known down south. Mm, love it. Breakfast of champions. Champions of breakfast. All right, so who wanted to start first? Who had their hot take ready to go? Anybody? What? Oh, you got a hot take, I I might as well start first. uh, Yeah, you might want to, Jake, because you just kind of... You always start first. Sorry, I just feed off of your momentum. I don't have nearly enough confidence in myself to sort of put myself out there. Yeah, like... Like I'm, I, so can I, can I'm I, trembling right before now. Before we do this, can I ask you a question? My heart's beating so fast. So this weekend, was it a little John Cena, um, Bella sister action breakup? So we're, we're going to jump into wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Start it off. Well, just because they just broke up this weekend too. Is that, what, oh, is that what happened? I had no idea. I didn't even realize John Cena was straight. That's a bit of a, a surprise. I was worried. You came in kind of down, man, when we first saw you walk into the waiting yeah, room. Yeah, what you happened, looked Jake? a little down. I just, I take a lot of pride in the work I put in for this podcast. So whenever I walk in realizing I'm the last one to show up, I feel, I feel kind of bad. That's about it. it. <laughs> yeah, finally. That's it. And That's I have no idea. Really? And I have no idea what the hell we're going to talk about today. Later. All on this the show, confidence is bullshit. His girlfriend. He didn't know that, did he? What? I had this planned. I'm calling your girlfriend, or maybe ex. You haven't told us ex girlfriend. No, no, we're we're hanging in there. Okay. We're hanging caller? Your your parents getting divorced? Uh, maybe we can talk a little relationship advice yeah. with Aria yeah. Rich. Are you are you calling uh are you calling uh by the way guys go out and find uh Rockets fangirl where gonna, where on you get Twitter? The number? Yeah, where'd you get her number from? Aria? You DM'd her? Yeah, it started as a DM. Oh man. So I'll kind of walk you through the genesis of this relationship. No. <laughs> Uh, you guys know my girl get, uh, my social you? media game and my 250 followers. They all know that I'm just straight fire. You are fire on the keyboard. You're like the, on the uh, touchpad. That ice fire from uh, Westeros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like uh, that two pack of dentine ice and fire in one. <laughs> and so, of co- naturally, it was only a matter of time. She gave me a follow. All right, and uh, yep, yep. I've. I checked her out, you know, uh, interesting articles, some good ones about my favorite NBA team, the Houston Rockets. Yep, she's a Rockets fan girl, of course. Uh, and I gotta say, I gotta say, I'm not proud of it, but I did happen to notice, I mean, how could you not, the uh, the 8,000, more than 8,000 followers she had in tow. Yeah. And my eyes lit up. Yep. And I'm like... Well, was it not the fact she came? Like 20, we could use a little help. Was she not? Did she not? Did did your eyes not light up when you found out she was a twenty eighth in the Maxim uh, contest? Out of how many though? Uh, probably about twenty eight. <laughs> see, see numbers like that; those are misleading. <laughs> those are misleading. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I'm not a big fan of those pageants because they don't really take into consideration the uh, the content of personality, the substance of one's character and soul. No, no, they don't know she's a. It's all superficial for a fangirl site. Skin deep, you know, whatever. Yeah, and it, and as we've learned, or well, ab- about to learn, she's very well rounded. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know. We'll find out. Personality. I've never talked speaking. to her. So. I've never met her a little bit upset when she found your DMs? Uh, we, it was, it, she actually, uh, she called, <laughs> she called me last night and, uh, she was like, Hey, uh, good luck with your interview with the hot girl. <laughs> and then hung up. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. My wife wasn't very happy either. I really? Yeah, I, I had nothing to do with it. She got even more upset when uh, she found out that um, I was the one who was coordinating the interview. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's why I didn't want to have any part of that because my wife checked my DMs and saw that. She'd be like, 
you're going to have to sleep on the couch tonight. And I'm not, I'm not into sleep. But Aria will confirm this. Rockets fangirl from Fangirl Sports Network. Totally professional. Our, our, yes, our message is back and forth. Uh, the model of professionalism. Yeah. Which you two are. You and Juggalo Trey. That's why y'all are still uh, hanging tough at 97.5 ESPN and SB Nation, right? And yeah. Sportsman. I, I'm, I'm trying, you know. Super. I don't really want to go back. I, I, I'm trying I'm trying to be the best uh, 12 a.m. to 8 a.m. producer I can be. Why don't you want to go back? I just want to get like a job. Like in the factory at Home Depot or something. I, so could, I, could, I could see him working in the mines. You know, Mike Rodriguez, White Mike. Yeah, he went that route, and he's still, you know, every like one one time a week, right? You'll, you'll like yeah, but it. He works there. Now, now, well, now he's at uh, he's interning over at what ABC? Oh, you're talking about uh, Chris R. Is that Chris R? Yeah. No, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay, but I'm just trying to save up some money so I can uh, move Mexicans to Evansville, Indiana. Yeah. So, Trey, something I think you'll like about <laughs> working like, in a coal mine, uh, <laughs> not a lot of women to make you uncomfortable. Is it Evansville? And uh, not a lot part? of sunlight either, so uh, your skin will uh, remain... Nice and cute. Milky white. Milky pasty white. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good to work. Just, just get a steady income, you know? Yeah. So I can get to Evansville. And like those guys what? are like coughing up a lung anyway, Why? so you could probably smoke down there Why and no Evansville? one would realize it. Why Evansville? It's just an up and coming town. Is it? Yeah. Do they allow uh, I don't know that it smoking is. of marijuana? I believe that is the murder capital of the world. Uh, in fact, uh, home of uh, Tony Stewart. No, Stewart. no, he lives in Indianapolis. A.K.A. the assassinator. Wherever Tony Stewart happens to be, that is the myrtle, murder, murder capital of the world. He didn't kill anybody. Yeah, the guy ran that. into the path of his car. Mm, you should break. He, you, can't, you can't break. He, he's at the very so least a manslaughterer. You can't break it, you can't see. So, so what you're telling me is they're racing with no brakes and no lights, and they can't see. Uh, well, like... That, that's the sport of it, Keith. That is... <laughs> How many guys can't we hit today? <laughs> Modern day gladiators. And Tony Stewart is yeah, the most true. lethal. Tip of the cap <laughs> to Tony Stu. He's I mean, gonna he's gonna hear time, this. The last time I checked, uh Tony Stewart dodged a few people that were throwing helmets at him on a professional but racetrack. Like, that's different because the cars are easier to drive and you can see people better. You don't have like a sixty four inch wing blocking see, your vision. That is the definition of racing, being able to see and having brakes. All right, folks. Um, so uh, we are less than seven minutes away. Oh no! From bringing in this show's very first guest, Rockets fangirl Aria Rich of the Fangirl Sports Network. Uh, I hope you guys have your questions ready. But let's go ahead and roll through these hot takes, yeah. just so we can go ahead and get to that next segment. All right. You may have noticed that uh, our lead-in song to this week's episode, a remix of the uh, the Yodeling Kid, YouTube sensation Yodeling Kid. I'm tired of that kid. Who yodeled out of Walmart. I want that kid to go away. Uh, in fact, he's been Put so much... Tony Stewart in a race car. <laughs> <laughs> he's been so much of a sensation. Uh, he is a national treasure, Keith. No, I'm not, not willing to risk his life. No? For the likes of Tony Stewart... Who no one gives it. Did Tony Stewart perform at Coachella? No. Why because he's a piece of that, shit. That kid only has one song. That kid went from Walmart to Coachella? Walmart to Coachella, that? opening for Beyonce. In fact, I think wow. I heard he uh, he had a bigger draw than Beyonce did wow. at Coachella. And uh, some of the tweets, some of the people on Twitter, uh, not as positive about this kid as I am. Uh so let me go ahead and drink and then get into what I'm about to discuss. Oh, man, I had to drink that fast. Oh, that's filthy. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, it's not fire. Uh, that's, a, that's a throw up, yeah. Tits. Tits. Tits man, and ass. now I got to drink it. Yeah, it's foul. Okay, so people on Twitter are like, oh, well, this is just the latest example of white privilege. Right. Some little kid sings at a Walmart Becomes famous overnight and gets to open at Coachella in front of Beyonce. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, just fucking relax. Has, has America gotten so good? Have we gotten so comfortable that we're just dreaming up things to bitch about now? Yeah. Like, come on. Are we really going to tear down a little kid who happens to be a world-class yodeler? <laughs> 
I mean, what's happening in this country where we can't even sit back and just enjoy the arts? I don't, I don't know. Coachella doesn't I look don't like, like a, hearing the kid. Yeah, Coachella doesn't seem like a place like you. Here's what I think. I think these people are just upset because He's better than they are. They're making nothing of their miser miserable fucking lives. Yeah. And I'm one of them. Yep. You know, I have nothing better to do than to tear people down. On and normally show. when I come on this show, I'm ripping people a new one. But uh, People are successful. It's like sex. I'm not, uh, not going to rip this little kid a new one, not only because is it illegal. Um, <laughs> but I, I really like the guy. He's a likable kid. Yeah. Uh, I don't know his name. Uh, he's Walmart yodel kid. Yep. And uh, let the haters hate. Just uh, don't hate the player, Question, hate the game. Who invited him to Coachella? Was it Beyonce to say, hey, you want to come sing in front of him? I don't know, but he's best friends with Jay Biebs now. Jay Biebs. So oh, keep on keeping on. Saving some chick from getting like robbed or something. You hear that? Mm -mm. Yeah, that's crazy. You might want to go look that up. I, I like to limit Justin Bieber topics to one per show. Well, so I, if you I, could holster I, that one I for have, next week. I have two girls, one 13 who doesn't like Justin Bieber, but she did. And now one that's coming into Justin Bieber's age well, range. Well, she's too old for six. Justin Bieber right now. Now I got another one coming into Justin Bieber's age range. It's about six, seven years old. Gonna oh, that's top it, out at 10. that is his wheelhouse. Yeah, seven to ten, six, seven to ten, you know, six to ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right in the sweet spot yeah, for JB. Like him and Selena Gomez didn't work out. She wasn't ten years old anymore. <laughs> All right, who wants to go next? Uh, I guess Trey. I'll go. And while you guys do that, I'm gonna message Miss Aria Rich and uh, get her ready. I hope I've been getting her name right because if I haven't, then good God! Wait a second, it's actually not that bad. Oh my God! That's, um, that surprises it's me. Like there's a pancake right. in your mouth. Yeah, mm. that's, that's a throw up, right? I've been getting it right. Okay, good. Okay. Hold on, right. let me think of a hot take. <laughs> You're supposed to have these lined up, man. Um, uh, Tony Stewart isn't a murderer. Tony Stewart is not a murderer. Mm, that's not a hot take. It is. Well, yeah, you're yeah, right. Not. Um, that's not it. No. Um, that's just a lie. That's not a lie. <laughs> man, I don't even, I don't ever think of these. Uh, just anything that you think that's stupid, that's worse than what anybody else would think. Um, the yodel kid is like uh, a smoke screen for um white privilege. Yeah, goddamn the <laughs> smoke screen for like what's going on in Flint. The government is paying. No, keep going. Keep the going government. The government is, is paying. Jones? Is paying. Channel your Alex is, Jones. It's paying this kid to come in here and yodel at Walmart. The government is developing hey, human hey, clones hey, inside hey, the bodies of don't, cows. Don't interrupt. His hot date. Sorry. Listen, I, I'm telling you, Walmart is putting this, is, is making this kid come out here and yodel as a PR stunt so they can hide the fact that they're making mass graves for the New World Order. By ordering stuff from China? Yeah. Other people? Okay. That well, that too. Right. But the WalMarts are—you see all those WalMarts that are that are going bankrupt and are and are and are like. Going out of business? No. Those are Walmarts for the mass graves oh, okay. for the New World Order. I Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, that's why the yodel kid was there. I zoned out for a second, but that sounded pretty hot. Uh, <laughs> Keith, really quick. Fire yours off, man. Uh, I grew a tray. That's uh, steaming. I just, I just, I no, mean, actually, my hot take is actually, uh, I'm just all gonna the evidence is right there on a pass hot take. Astros aren't making the playoffs, guys. Yeah, it's looking more, more and more like it. Nearly got a perfect game, no hit. 17 games in by 15 big, sexy in. Bartolo Colon, the, got, uh, the ageless wonder. We got 17 games in, and uh, we're 10 and 7, guys. So Another feel good no story that people us. like to shit on. All <laughs> right, let's take us out. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've liked the show this thus far, well, it's about to get even better. We will have our very first, our inaugural guest, the lovely Aria Rich, Rockets fangirl from the Fangirl Sports Network. She's going to talk to us about the Houston Rockets and their playoff run. Stay tuned. That's next on Too Hot to Handle, Too Cold to Hold. That big old booty, shake that booty. Can I lay on them booty? Mike Tyson on the booty. Copy right that booty.
hot to handle, too cold to hold. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very special guest, Miss Aria Rich, Rockets fangirl of the Fangirl Sports Network, joins us now. Aria, how's it going today? Hi, good. How are you? Thanks so much for having me today. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know you are in Los Angeles, California. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. How do you like living in Hollywood? You know, I, I love it here. I have a lot of family here. Um, so, you know, it's, it's great. I'm originally from Boston. Uh, that's where I grew up, but been living in L.A. for about five years now. Uh, so this is where I call home now. So you're from Boston. You live in Los Angeles. How did you become a Rockets fan? How did that come about? You know, I, I so I grew up as a triplet, actually, with two brothers. And I always was, you know, playing sports with them in the backyard. They got me really passionate about sports. And, you know, growing up, I've just been a huge sports fan with, you know, any sport, MLB, NBA, NFL. Um, and I've always loved talking about it and being in that atmosphere. I used to work in the NFL uh, for the New England Patriots. Um, wow. And working in sports is something that I've always wanted to do and something that I'm really passionate about. And obviously the Rockets is, you know, an amazing team and it's such a privilege to be able to, you know, support them and cover them and create all this news for them daily for all their fans. They're definitely getting all of us excited. But before we get into the Rockets, I'd like our listeners to get to know a little bit more about you first. So I was just wondering, Aria Rich, Rockets fangirl, if you wouldn't mind walking us through an unusual day in the life of Aria Rich. <laughs> That's pretty funny, you know. I feel like uh, most of my days here kind of go unpredictable. You know, there's always, like, funny stuff happening. But, you know, most of my days are really centered around, um, you know, I do hosting and um, TV hosting a little bit. So I do some of that. But, you know, I, especially during NBA season, you know, I'm really just watching games and getting to know, you know, what players are out there to look out for um, and really just getting involved in that community. Uh, so for Fangirl Sports Network, that's who I work for right now. Um, we were created by our founder, Tracy Sandler, also known as the 49ers fangirl. We cover the NBA and the NFL. Um, and, you know, we're a group of like-minded women who just love sports. We love talking about sports. Um, and we love being that go-to source for people to go to to see, you know, day in the life of a sports fan, of a sports reporter or a sports blogger. Um, and so... It's really a privilege to be a part of that community. Um, so for me, covering the Rockets, you know, I'm constantly looking at, you know, updates. I'm interviewing players. I recently just interviewed Brandon Wright. Um, he's no longer with the Rockets right now, but, um, you know, due to his knee injury, I'm sure you guys heard about that. Yeah. Um, Sad to see him go. Yeah. So, you know, I guess the day in the life of me, you know, is just, you know, getting really acclimated with what's going on in sports, what's going on with the Rockets and, you know, having, having fun doing it. Um, and obviously talking to you guys, having, you know, different interviews, talking to other people about sports. I just, I, I love always talking about sports and being a part of that. Well, we love that you were able to carve out some time for us. Um, Aria, we saw the Rockets uh, get their first win of the postseason Sunday night. Uh, it wasn't, it didn't go exactly according to plan. Uh, it was a narrow victory, uh, a three-point win. Uh, the Rockets haven't really played a meaningful game in a long time, you know, because they have locked up home field advantage and really did coast into the postseason. Uh, I'm just curious, was rust a concern for you with, you know, the lack of meaningful games and Dan Tony deciding to rest some of his star players down the stretch? Were you worried about rust going into the playoffs? And after that close game last night, are you still worried about rust on these players? You know, I wasn't, I wasn't worried, you know, going into the game. And then obviously as the game played out, you know, we didn't really see typical performance by a lot of the players. Um, you know, one example would be Chris Paul. Uh, you know, he only had 14 points, 5 for 14 from the floor, 4 assists. 
six turnovers. And at the end of the game, we see this full court pass that he throws out of bounds that could have cost him the game. Yeah. Um, why, since you brought that up, what was that about? Do, is there any way you can make any sense out of what happened in the final 10 seconds? Right. And, you know, a lot of people were saying that Chris Paul just wasn't in Houston last night. And, you know, I really hope tomorrow, you know, we see more of his typical mm. Um, because I think that, you know, that's key in order to win tomorrow and, you know, just playing a great game. Um, I mean, obviously, James Harden had a sensational performance, uh, 44 points, 25 in the second half and 13 in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, he really took over that game and showed us that he deserves MVP. And I know Stephen A. Smith was there and, you know, he talked all night about how Harden was, you know, just, you know, just so amazing to just watch you know you watch this guy he's on another level um and so he did a great performance capella did a great job as well uh trevor ariza played great defense um but i think you know it was such a close game i think you know for tomorrow the rockets really need to step it up um and i think the timberwolves you know they're obviously the underdog in this they haven't been in the playoffs since 2004. You know, they're hungry. They're they're ready and ready to go. Um, you know, hopefully for them, perhaps uh, Anthony Towns, you know, we could see more from him. He played 40 minutes in the game, yet he only scored eight points and only attempted nine shots. So I think for them, it's the key for, you know, Coach Tom Thibodeau to, you know, have a more active on the floor. And he even said after the game, you know, uh, Towns needs to run the floor more. So it'll be interesting to see tomorrow. It'll be really interesting to see. And, you know, as a sports fan, it's just exciting to see the Timberwolves do this because they, you know, they haven't been in the playoffs for so long. And it's exciting to see what they're going to bring to the table. And after last night, or after Sunday night's game, rather, um, it'll be interesting to see tomorrow's game. Absolutely. As a sports fan, it's always good to see teams and cities that historically or over recent years haven't been competitive. It's always great to see them back in the playoffs. The Timberwolves back after, you know, quite a quite a bad stretch there. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Stephen A. Smith, uh, I don't know how you feel about him, but I like the guy. But it just seems that whenever Stephen A. Smith is in Houston, something bad happens. And I know the Rockets got away with a win last night, but uh, like you said, Chris Paul was missing, alright? Uh, we saw him on the back of Milk cartons he was not there and we saw the same thing in the Rockets last playoff game last year against the Spurs with James Harden and I'm willing to bet Stephen A was there too so I have the sneaking suspicion Stephen A's great he turns out limitless content he's always bringing the fire yet the guy's getting up there in years and you can't tell there is something happening I think there's something going on it's it's inhuman Stephen A somehow when he's in the presence of these great players he has to draw his strength, his energy from somewhere. I don't know. I, I don't know if you're into voodoo or witchcraft or things like that, but it's Stephen A. Smith, I think, somehow is sapping the life out of these star players. Now, I don't know if your company wants you commenting on stuff like that, but... I, I just had to say, I had to get that off my chest here. It's a no comment. You know, it for, sure, it for sure is an interesting coincidence. Um, but I love Stephen A. Smith. You know, I've, I've followed him for a very long time, and I'm always listening to his podcast. Um, you know, and he, he always brings such a great character to um, all of his podcasts. But, you know, yeah, I enjoy listening to him. And, um, you know, it's interesting you brought that up because it is a pretty funny coincidence yeah it is I and uh i don't i for one don't believe in coincidences <laughs> well tomorrow you know it should be definitely interesting um you know i know a lot of people are saying in order for the timberwolves to really um you know go against the rockets tomorrow and give them another run for their money you know they should put butler and crawford in together because i think them together would be a threat if they want to defend harden um you know harden is just really hard to defend and right now he's a little unstoppable um 
Yeah. I, I, if James isn't going to get the support from the other role players like he didn't have last night, uh, he almost has to go for at least 40 points per game uh, if the Rockets want to get to an NBA Finals. So, Aria, I'm going to pass you off to one of our co-hosts, uh, Mr. Keith Quigley. He's got a question here for you. Okay. Hey, Aria, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, it's interesting you brought up the Timberwolves because I don't think uh, most people know uh, the Rockets actually probably had the worst draw in the playoffs for an eight seed. They used they, the Timberwolves before Jimmy Butler went down for about 22 games was the third seed. So right before the end of the season, right? I'm sorry, you uh, cut off there no. for a second. The Timberwolves were the third seed before Jimmy, Jimmy Butler went down for about 22 games at the end of the season. So I'm, I'm yeah. just saying like, the Rockets got a bad draw. Who do you think needs to step up? Besides Chris Paul, obviously. Who do you think needs to step up and be the X factor? Um, you know, Trevor Ariza, I'd like to see more from him. Maybe more from P.J. Tucker. Um, you know, Ariza plays great defense. Uh, Eric Gordon, you know, maybe see more from him. Um, I think who really stole the show on Sunday was Capella and Harden. Agreed. You know, they're, they're a great team. And, you know... I think we just need to see more from the other players. You know, offensively, we need to really step it up. Yeah, yeah, especially hitting those open threes. I mean, P.J. Tucker, Ariza, and Gordon need to all start knocking them down more. So, Definitely. I agree with you. And I think uh, one of our other co-hosts, uh, Juggalo Trey, uh, Trey has a uh, question for you also. So, I'm going to pass you over back to him. Great. Hi, um, I'm Trey. Uh, overall, this is more just of a sports, qu a basketball question in general, but uh, who would be your pick for coach of the year so far? I myself would go with um, Brown from the Sixers, but I just wanted to know your take. Um, you know, obviously the Rockets coach, you know. Mike D'Antoni. Um, this team all season, you know, they've, they've done great all season, and I, I see him all the way. Yeah, Mike D'Antoni is definitely a favorite. Um, I really like Brett Brown for what he's done for Philadelphia, being able to turn them around, but obviously Mike D'Antoni getting a lot out of that offense, definitely a contender. For sure. And, you know, I think him and Harden are a great team. And, um, you know, I like, you know, everything that he's been having them do. And, um, you know, you listen to him in these press conferences after the game. And, um, you know, I, I think he's done a great job this season. I do, too. I think um, I think he but for me, he's probably the runner up behind Brown, because obviously what Brett Brown has done with the Sixers, turning around a, a team that that was garbage and taking them to the third seed definitely gonna get a lot of votes but overall another question i had for you um who do you think is the best player coming off the bench for the houston rockets hmm, tough question you know they all help each other and you know i think what's interesting is you know Stephen a smith even mentioned that you know harden he's mvp but he also is in the MVP running because of who he plays with, his teammates. You know, his teammates also make him great. You know, they're constantly, you know, helping him, you know, score baskets. You know, they're, they're his right hand. And, you know, I, I think, you know, maybe Capella. Capella, you know, he's been doing a great job. Chris Paul, you know, I, I thought he was my favorite, but I was kind of disappointed in his performance on Sunday. Right. Um. Who would you say is your favorite? Well, coming off the bench, I guess I'm going to go with, um, you know, their, their bench is a little bit more depleted. But um, just overall, on the starting, in the starting five, you obviously got to go Harden. He's the MVP this year. But coming off the bench, I'd probably say uh, Gordon, maybe, if he's coming, you know, because he's... Six man of the year contender always. So I'd say Gordon's definitely your uh, X factor coming off the bench if he's not hurt. So Yeah, and you know, he had a great steal on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course. And you know I'm hoping to see, you know, more of those type of plays from him tomorrow. Um yeah, Harden, you know, he's just on another level than a lot of other players and I was listening to his interviews on Sunday and 
you know, he mentioned that he was in the court late the night before practicing his shoots. And who knows if other players are really taking that time to really do that practice. I mean, he's really invested in this. And you can tell by his performance. You know, other players are just, you know, you watch their faces when he shoots these baskets and they're just in awe. So you think Um, we're seeing a different James Harden than we saw last year in game six against the Spurs? You're not, we're seeing, we're not going to see the the guy who, who missed all those open shots and, like, uh, you, you think this is a different James Harden this year in the playoffs? I think so. And, you know, the combination of his step-back threes and one-on-one situations, uh, you know, the way he just plays is just, it's it's been sensational. And it's just great basketball to watch. You know, it's great to watch, even if you're not a Rockets fan. It's, it's great to watch a player play like this and, you know, see how he plays. And, um, you know, if anybody that loves basketball, I think it's just, great to watch him um you know even my family in boston they're obviously celtics fans of course they they love watching Harden play because he's just so good he is fun to watch you definitely know he's a threat to make big shots but um we haven't seen it in the playoffs so hopefully a changing of the guard for rockets fan um i'm gonna give the phone back to jake now Hey, Aria, this is uh, Bill Shakespeare again, and I just had a couple of more questions. Um, so last night's win, it was an ugly one. So I'm just curious, did the Rockets couldn't have played any worse? I mean, we haven't seen them play worse than that all year. At least nothing comes to my mind. I'm just wondering, does that game last night, does that make you feel better about the Rockets knowing they played a poor game and still won? Or does that make you more concerned about better competition down the road here in the playoffs? You know, it doesn't make me concerned. You know, I think, you know, it's never going to be a perfect season. I think, you know, there's going to be some mishaps here and there. And, you know, I think it actually could be a blessing because now – you know, they're, they're hungry to do better. They're hungry to not, you know, make mistakes. You know, they're, they know that they have to step it up. And I think tomorrow, you know, we're going to see that. Um, Harden, you know, mentioned in his press conference that, you know, a win is a win. All we really need is a win. And in the playoffs, it, you know, he was saying it doesn't really matter about uh, mediocre performances. All that matters is trying to get the win, um, which is interesting that he said that, I thought, um, but, you know, they are going to come back hungry tomorrow, and I think that they're all going to be more on top of their game, especially, hopefully, uh, CP3. I'm really hoping that we see more of a typical performance. Well, us here in Houston, we're definitely hoping that uh, they've got their feet wet and should be more acclimated to uh, playing high-competition con- games. So my last question for you, it's a bit off-topic. It's a little wacky. Uh, true or false, Tony Stewart is a murderer. Go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, very interesting question. Did you say he's a murderer? Yes, a murderer. Uh, I don't know if you know what I'm referring to, but uh, there was a couple of years ago, uh, Tony Stewart, uh, during a race, uh, uh, an aggravated driver got stepped out of his car, uh, was walking uh, on the track. Tony Stewart uh, hit and killed the young man. Uh just based on my opinion, it looked like he swerved and, and turned into the happened. kid. Yeah. Uh, I'm, ju- I'm just curious. <laughs> it's, it's just a big debate. You know, just happened. in your opinion, uh, is it fair to call him a murderer? You know, um, good question. You know, I think, you know, obviously this is going to a court case. So I think once they have all the evidence leading up to that and, you know, we're provided with everything that happened, um, you know, we'll see, but you know, I'm not. I'm not sure, honestly. Um, just I hope say not. No. You just, that's you just that's say fair. No. That's yeah. fair. I mean, I respect question. it. You need. <laughs> you, you, you like to have all the information before you make a, out of left field. a call like that. Uh, if I could, I, I just just to give you more information. I believe uh, it was settled outside of court. Uh, does that sound like the behavior of an innocent man? You know, it, it doesn't. Um, you know, I'm all about positive and, uh, you know, um, I, don't, I don't believe in, uh, you know, fighting back. So, yeah. So, Tony Stewart's a murderer. Turn, turn the other cheek, right? All right. Well, thank you so much, Aria. Um, sure. You, you, and, um, 
yeah, before I hang up, I just wanted to let you guys know that, um, you know, you can follow my other fangirls who cover the other teams, um, for Fangirl Sports Network. Um, if you go to fangirlsportsnetwork.com, that has all of our information. Um, we have weekly videos that we come out with. We have one tomorrow called The Score. Um, so if you're interested in, you know, seeing up-to-date things on the playoffs and other teams that we cover, um, you know, that's a great resource for everybody to go to to watch. Um, and we have weekly fun videos. Um so yeah, check us out, fangirlsportsnetwork.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram as well, and Facebook. All right, and I have checked out the score on your website, fangirlsportsnetwork.com, under the NBA Fangirls. That's always a wealth of information, and it seems like you guys get along really well. Uh, Aria, if you wouldn't mind just sharing with our audience uh, how they can find you, follow you on Twitter, and other social media platforms that you're on. Yeah, absolutely. So on Instagram and Twitter, my handle is RocketsFGSN. And on Facebook, um, it's Rockets Space FGSN. All right. Listen to her. She knows her stuff probably more so than we do. If she ever starts a podcast, we're in trouble. Thank you so much, Aria. It was a pleasure having you on today. Yeah, it was a pleasure speaking to you, and thank you so much. And, yeah, hopefully tomorrow we'll see a better game, and I'm looking forward to it. We are, too. Thanks again for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Thank you. Take care. All right. You, too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Aria Rich of the Fangirl Sports Network. Coming up next, we'll shift to the NFL. Des Bryant. A new team. End up. Your mic is like, like going in and out. Oh, no, yeah. I, you got to speak into the mic. Yeah, you got to speak into Testing the mic. Testing one, two, three. Yeah, there you go. Good. There you I'm go. good now? This is a great song. Because I can't hear myself. All right, so Des Bryant, <laughs> bit of a hot button character. Uh, where's he going to end up? Can he remain in the Lone Star State? We'll discuss that for a few minutes next, right here on Too Hot to Handle, Too Cold to Hold. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. What an excellent guest Aria Rich was, Rockets fangirl of the Fangirl Sports Network. Yeah, yeah. What'd you guys think? I think she's very opinionated for a woman, and I couldn't date someone like that. Yowza. All right. That's my hot take. Yeah, that was hotter than your hot take. Yeah. Trey, what'd you think? Uh, She seemed to be up and informed on all the latest news. Especially the Tony Stewart thing. Yeah, yeah, she knew all about that. Yeah. Um, He's a murderer. I'm just trying to, just wondering how she became a Rockets fan overall, you know? Uh, They probably told her to start covering the Rockets. It's no secret that uh, women, they like winners. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Rockets' best team in basketball. It didn't take long. I can't knock her for it. Why do they, that's fans girls, have a 49ers uh, page? Well, okay, you're talking about Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Okay, they have a rich history of winning success. Uh, Browns fangirls. Someone that doesn't have a rich history of winning success, one Des Bryant. Yeah, you're right. Des. Des Bryant uh, up and released, cut by the Dallas Cowboys, I believe, last Friday. Yeah. Yeah, last Friday. So... Uh, Des Bryant, uh, the the production hasn't been there like it has been no. in, in previous years. Dak Prescott's terrible. 
that he's not very good. And uh, he had a bit of a sophomore slump. Dak Prescott did. He'll no, be better. No. All he does is throw to tight ends and running backs. He can't throw to basically anybody else unless they're running to drag over the middle. So I would like to turn to our resident Cowboys fan, Juggalo Trey, Trey Campbell. Hey, it's no, Cunningham. it's Cunningham. Don't use his his real last name. Cunningham, fan uh, fan of the big D, loving the D over here. Uh, Trey, uh, your thoughts, your instant reaction on the uh, the somewhat sudden departure of franchise wide receiver Des Bryant. You had to know it was coming. Um, I mean, they were going to have a meeting. It was just kind of out there, obviously, that this is a possibility. So it wasn't too sudden for me. But uh, still kind of depressed because I have a Des Bryant jersey. Do you, did you hear that he wasn't going to Green Bay? Yeah. Too much history? Yeah. I was like, it was one I drop didn't hear pass. That. It was one drop oh, pass, yeah, yeah, yeah. One game. It was one game, oh, one drop yeah, pass. Yeah. Well, you, you, when you get beat by Green Bay all the time, it's like, you don't want to go there. Yeah. But uh, they're used to getting beat a lot, though. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think they'll be better without him. Really? Yeah. You think they're going to drive a wide receiver in the first round? Uh, that's a now. possibility. They have to now, right? They're going to probably take Calvin Ridley or Cortland Sutherland. Uh, that would be a terrible one. So, Cortland so, Sutherland. Do you think the Cowboys are a better team just because of his physical playmaking ability and, no. and or lack thereof? See, I think Des Bryant was... They, everyone loved Des Bryant in that Cowboys locker room. That, that's a misconception It was here. a Garrett guys. It was the Garrett guys. A.K.A. Dak Prescott. Jason I Garrett. I throw that guy because I throw it out of bounds all the time. It's his fault. should have no say in any decision making. In fact, I thought he was there just to be a puppet. I thought Jason Garrett wasn't even a coach. I that, thought that Jason Garrett wasn't even a human. Yeah. No, well, he is ginger. He is, so he is ginger, yeah. You should know. Yeah. You don't have souls. All right, so according to oddshark.com and other odds makers out there, the Houston Texans, of all places, have the best odds of signing Des Bryant. Uh, what say you, Keith and Trey? I say it'll be a team in the NFC East, like the Redskins or the Giants. Yeah. Des did say that he wanted to play the Cowboys twice a year, and if he came to the Texans, he... Technically, he would once in the preseason and once in the regular <laughs> season next year. Preseason yeah. game, by the way. What? Do I? Anybody go into that game? By the way, that preseason game. Uh, it's the last preseason game. None of the starters tickets. are playing. They play the the Texans this year, though, right? Yeah. They 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 do almost every year. Yeah. Oh, he, he's. I he's probably won't twice. be going. Yep. Um, Two times. I'm gonna go. Oops. Three times yeah. a later. We'll Is it gonna be in Houston? We'll go to one of them each, right? Kyle. No. It's going to be in Houston, right? Yeah. Can you spot me the tickets? <laughs> Can I spot you? I already spot you the money for this podcast. No, I get paid you back today. <laughs> yeah, you paid me $20. You said keep uh, the other 20 Because you wanted you wanted $8 and change back, and I don't carry $8 and change. What, what do you mean? I thought everybody carried $8 and change. Yeah, well, you're mis- sadly mistaken. So oh, Anyway, my answer for the death round, since he hijacked me. He hij- you hijacked me. Um... I thought Green Bay would have been a great place for him, but that or it makes sense. They're uh, yeah. they're now missing Jordy Nelson. Yeah, but then you're just replacing another. Slow you can't receiver pick a better quarterback to throw yeah. you the ball unless it's Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. Fuck, that would yeah. make sense. That's yeah. what. I, that's my number one team. How about this, Minnesota? Just shut the fuck up, Trey. Oh my God. So Minnesota. Who do they have? The quarterback. Kurt Only Cousins. the greatest quarterback this side of the Mississippi. I don't well, know. To, Minnesota's not on this side of the. To Minnesota. me, it just seems yeah, like the fault. Texans they have they have so many holes, and while they could use uh, a little more depth at wide receiver, mm-hmm. that doesn't feel like a position where they should be throwing almost ten million dollars. They should be throwing ten million dollars in their offensive lineman on the left tackle position. But you know what do I know? I'm just some stupid podcaster. <laughs> not shit. Not shit. Obviously, you fucking idiot. I didn't go four and twelve. <laughs> Um, so the Kansas City Chiefs, they uh, they spent big money on Sammy Watkins. Do you think uh, they feel uh, a little stupid for not waiting on Des Bryant? Yeah, for sure, because I, I don't think Des Bryant's going to command a bunch of money. He might sign for a one-year deal just to show he has the uh, goods. And then he can try and get another big deal. I, I just don't think he's... He never had the speed to begin with. 
and now he's just a little older. Uh, one of the knocks on Des Bryant was that uh, the man only knew how to run three routes. Yeah, he wasn't a very good route runner. Yeah, That's was, why they had Cole Beasley. And, it, the, and two of the routes were one go deep, one fake going deep, and just catch it back shoulder, and the other was a square in. And yet, in the early years of his career, that didn't seem to matter much. So what's more of the one issue? Of the is it yeah, quarterbacks Tony Romo the was throwing him the ball. Tony now Romo, they got Dak Prescott. Tony Romo, most underrated and then over-criticized quarterback in the NFL ever. You All think right. so? Oh, I know so. Like he's, he's a great quarterback. The Texans were trying to get him, and he said, you know what? I don't want to go 4-12. Good for so, him. We're probably about... Done. 60 seconds from closing this out. Uh, Trey, why don't you try giving us a NASCAR in 60? Well, yesterday Kyle Bush won. There were a bunch of wrecks. And, yeah. uh, Stenhouse, man. What? Stenhouse spun out okay. earlier. Where was Tony Stewart? Uh, shut up. Okay. Uh, Stenhouse he should spun be out. behind bars. That's what I was He shouldn't be behind bars, damn it. I'm, be I'm tired of debating this. The kid ran into the path of the car. You think that's why NASCAR banned him from ever racing? NASCAR again? didn't ban him. He's retired. Yeah. Okay. That's that was a nice what? little uh, agreement like, that came with him. That's like that manager at Starbucks. When he, how he just got fired. <laughs> oh, the book Starbucks came out. It was a mutual agreement. No, it wasn't. You got fired. All right, we gotta go, and so do you. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. At You've Baron been listening at Baron Studios. It's too hot to handle. Too cold to hold. Right here from the Plan B Studios. Uh, Plan B, you're only sick for a little bit, but uh, the plus is uh, you don't have a kid, right? Yeah, no. Sometimes um, I think I want a kid. You know what? That's a mistake. I want to use Plan B on Trey right now. A special thanks to Rockets fangirl Aria Rich of the Rockets yes. fangirl sports network. Glad to have her. You can follow her at Rockets FGSN. She's always bringing the heat. So what's the SN stand for? Sports Network. Sports Network. Yes. Yeah. I'm retarded. And we'll we'll continue to attempt to bring the heat to you guys uh, as best week. as we can. Next week, hopefully. Next week. Next Ho- Tuesday. Hopefully. We have uh, Josh Jordan. Yes, we will have a mock draft rundown for the first round ready for you guys next week. And he is a disciple of uh, Lance Zerline. Lance Zerline. The Lance Zerline from NFL Network. (laughs) Thanks for stopping by, assholes, and uh, take it sleazy.